from the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump live. And a bunch of people are probably watching my premiere, which I was planning on redirecting over here. But guess what? I can't figure out how to damn do that damn thing. I looked over there um, and it said to go to the customize, but I don't have a customized button. So what the hell, YouTube? Come on. Come the F on. Ah, we have Streambot running out there. And remember, 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 this is our virtual toy drive month. Help a kid out. Make Bella's wish come true. Go to crumpy.com slash Bella and you can buy a toy off an Amazon wish list, which will go to a needy kid at the Ronald McDonald house. There's also other stuff besides toys on there, but I recommend toys. Bella's wish was before she passed away, she had DIPG, and today is DIPG Awareness Day as well. But uh, um, Bella's wish was to help out other sick kids. Um, that was her wish. You know, it was like, you know, she could have wished to go to Disney World, um, and she didn't. Um, she. Uh, wish to help other kids and that's just who bella was and so in honor of bella if you don't know who bella is go back and watch my videos of me and bella she used to come on the podcast a lot but in honor of bella we are doing this uh, i know rich helped out uh, and i'm sure other people out there have helped out and it's just wonderful oh look at that adx that is awesome as you know everything that we earned Every, everything we earn this month in Supercats actually goes to helping out kids. But yeah. All right. There you go. Thank you so much, ADX, for that. We are joined by our famous co-host, Flying Freaking Rich, man. What's up, Rich? Crepey. Wow. Long time no see on the regular time slot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's been kind of insane. Um, one thing is, uh, you know, you know when, when you have a military wife, and Military Appreciation Day was last last uh, Friday, and I didn't get anything from you. But when you have a military wife, you know, you learn to do that. And who is calling? No, oh, that's very important. I'm going to bring on Tyvin. Tyvin and Rich, take it away. Hey, everybody. What's up? Long time no see. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, John, for letting me come on. It's been a long time. I've been kind of hi hiding, more or less, quote, unquote. Gotcha, gotcha. Ooh, you got one of these, huh? Yeah. Hey, shout out to uh, Walter there. I wanted to bring mine down and uh, shoot you guys. I love my 50 cal, but I got something really, really special that we can talk about here in a little while. I want to let you guys know about this. So it's been a while. I'm assuming you still can't, like, hold, possess, flash, things that um, are appropriate on YouTube, but you can have them in the background. So, da-da! So, but uh, hey, thanks for letting me have him come on, guys. I know it's been a while. I had to bail out a couple times, but, you know, work's work. You know how it is. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. I know how I know how it is. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, that was about our letter that's going out tomorrow, Rich. What's the letter? What's the letter? Oh. Give me the news. Give me the news. Or is that top secret? Uh, yeah, top secret? it's not public yet. But no, we are writing a letter to a certain group of individuals about a certain topic. Okay. Hey, real quick, yeah. should I have my camera this way or should I tilt my phone? I would tilt, tilt, tilt your, your phone. phone. Tilt my phone. Or, or we can do this. It doesn't really matter. There we go. All right, just move it over just a tad. All right, give me a second here. Other way. Sorry, other way. Guys, it, other way. Other way. Since I went live. Other way. way. Yes. Yes. Yes, a little. No, no, stop. Damn it, Tyson. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm sorry, guys. I got my roadkill shirt on, man. I'm a big roadkill fan. Yeah, yeah. How's, how's the trucking business going? Uh, it's been kind of kind of weird, more or less. Um, sustainable freight. Things are still moving. We had a little bit of a slowdown. Um, we had some fuel issues. You guys have heard on the news. Fuel's going to run out, blah, blah, blah. Um, I actually caught a couple of the tanker drivers at a couple of our different terminals and stuff and was inquiring on them and dude, they were pumping it out as fast as they could because I guess the overall fuel consumption in the U S is up like 19%, something like that. Really? So yes. Gee. Oh, 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 by the there way, by the way, guys, if you head over to johncrump.locals.com, I am going to post in, in a couple of incredible deals because, Ooh. Uh, you, Ooh, deals, deals. dude, you can get a effing rock for a rock, right? A five Not seven. Not like the rock you smoke, though, right? No, no, like a like a PSA rock. Uh, oh. You can get that for right now three three fifty nine. I thought I had a good deal. Can you flash it up on the screen so I can see what you're talking about? No. Okay. Yeah, it's the the Pemetta State 5.7. I got one of them. I, I got a Blem, and I've, I've bought a number of Blems from a number of different companies, and anything that's ever been considered a Blem had no identifiable Blem on it. Yeah, I mean, I just got a Blem a, a dagger, and I can't find anything. Now, when you say blem, is that like a manufacturing blemish, or is that like a yeah. return, and it was no, no. checked for condition and then resold? Nah, manufacturing. Manufacturer, like there's something wrong with it. Usually, a lot of times what happens is um, they, uh, a lot of times what happens is that there's actually nothing wrong with it, but um they, they just like are the over, they're just or no, they're just overstocked. Or or... They're overstocked, so they sell with blunts. Typically, they say it's cosmetic. Give it to me, man. I'll polish it. I don't care. No, but but usually, uh, like my dagger, I can't find anything on my dagger. Mm -hmm. so, you now, if my, they made that PMR thirty in aluminum, I'd have polished that thing. And by the way, mm -hmm. add a bipod to your PM thirty. Man, you can get out to 250 yards instantly. <laughs> I love my little uh, bipod. Uh, my dog has the same haircut as Hank. Yeah, uh, Mohawk. So let's go ahead and talk about. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what's going on here. Okay, uh, it's been a busy, busy effing day, man. First, Amy Comey Barrett said no to the. Uh, Request for an injunction against the Illinois assault weapons ban. 
uh, the well, Seventh wasn't Circuit. Wasn't that injunction against the stay, or was that uh, injunction against the stay? Yeah. So that means that the, they the, still have the stay. So the, the law's in effect. Ban that was overturned still has a stay on. Yeah, it's it's still the stay. The Seventh Circuit uh, they gave an emergency status to it, and that was basically to head off uh, the Supreme Court thing. And I kind of expected that to happen. It happened out in New York, but the full bench ruled on that, and the judge justices actually gave statements on this. Uh, this time, Amy Coney Barrett just said denied. No statement. Um, wow. But uh, that was to no be expected. Reasoning? No, that's to be expected. They don't like to mess with circuit courts if they are moving at any type of progression. Now, if they were stalling on it, then I think that she might have rolled. But uh, the circuit court uh, granted uh, emo emergency motion to it. So, uh, yeah. So the, there, there's no stay on the stay, exactly. So, so I kind of expected let's, that. Let's give it a play by play because th this is as clear as mud. Okay. Um, okay. For, so for those of you. All right. So there's a bunch of cases that got, got combined into one case. Well, first, they had an assault weapon ban. They had an assault weapons ban. There was a bunch of cases that combined into one case, and they won a stay against they won an injunction a preliminary injunction against the illinois assault weapons ban at the same time there was another case challenging naperville in illinois that lost at the district court level but because there was a ruling on the on the circuit court not circuit court level on the district court level uh with injunctive relief against the against the ruling uh okay okay so we got that right naperville case is separate from the other cases right so there was a naperville they lost the case but there was a injunctive release on the other cases that were combined this circuit court stayed the injunctive relief until they could hear the case that caused NAGR, National Association for Gun Rights, to ask the Supreme Court to step in and stay the injunction. So now the Naperville case is joined to the other cases now. And is it uh, Military Arms Channel? He's in Indiana, right? Indiana. Did anybody no, talk to him? Yeah, I talked to him a lot, but but no, this has nothing to do with him. Okay. Well, I just didn't know if he had so, any. Uh, connections or anything to give you more information no. about things. I, no, 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 I, I, I have. Uh, Tyvin. Uh, yeah, you I, are the I, man, by the way. I, I, I have. <laughs> I, you got the tail the way around. <laughs> oh, okay. You got the tail wagging the dog. <laughs> yeah. So, so just, just to so put a bow on this. Right now, the, uh, right now, basically the assault weapons ban is in effect. Exists. It's it, it, it's in effect. effect even though there's injunctive release again because of the stay, and it won't be heard until probably August ish. So a decision probably won't be out until the fall. So right now the Illinois assault weapons ban and magazine limitations will be in effect until at least the fall. Then we'll have to see what happens there. But there you What's go. What's the population of Illinois? I don't know. It's a lot. It has Chicago, which is one of the biggest cities in the country. 
I just can't see that the ATF has got an arms room big enough to handle everybody's stuff, but I, I wouldn't turn anything. Well, it would be it would be not ATF. It would be uh, like Illinois State Police. Okay. But, but, yeah, so that's going on there. And now we have action out of the Fifth Circuit down in Texas. That just broke. I just dropped the video on that. What's going on there is that there was a uh, case that FPC brought against the Biden pistol brace rule. The case, it, there are other cases, the GOA case, SAF case, and, and other cases. But the FPC was the first one to file. That was denied at the district level because the judge didn't think that there was enough meat to it. It looks like FPC filed, will try to get filed like the moment that the that the brace roll dropped, which means that they couldn't do like a really well researched stuff. So uh, they asked the district judge to stay the rule or to to enjoin the rule until they can appeal. The district judge have not responded to that. So today they asked the circuit court to enjoin the rule, which means put a like an injunctive relief on the rule, prevent the rule from going into effect until they have a chance to appeal. And they're asking for the injunction to be issued by May 24th. They say that they are likely to succeed on the merits, and I believe that the Fifth Circuit will agree with them on that because the Fifth Circuit, just, you know, they were the Cargill case. Michael Cargill, Rich knows Mike. He's a, he's a good friend of the show. Uh, he won the bump stock case down there, 13 to 3, and they ruled that the government overstepped the, the role of litany in the Administrative Procedures Act. And FPC soon on the same ground. So I think that the circuit court will agree that they are likely to secede on the merits. Also, they say they are likely to prove that the rule is inconsistent with the Second Amendment, which the government has to show historical analogs, and they can't really show historical analogs because there was none there. Also, the government has to prove that braces are not in common use, which there's millions of them. So, yeah, they're in common use. So because the Heller decision, the common use thing, Heller is also another friend of the show, um, Dick Heller. So I think Wasn't that, it reported like 40 million of them things have been sold? That's, uh, that's, uh, I think that's a growth overestimate, but that's just what I think. No one's really sure. There's at least 4 million, probably close to about 10 million-ish. I don't know. But uh, so that and I've then – they have to show irreparable harm, and they are going to show irreparable harm to the people out there, everyone out there that owns a pistol brace, because you know you have to register with the the ATF under the NFA. Now, what do you, what happens if they reject that? You know, you have all these pistol braces out there. Do people write into the ATF and whatnot? Also, Maxim Defense is one of their co-plaintiffs, and Maxim Defense makes braces, and they've had to fire 13 employees because no one's buying braces so that right there shows irreparable harm yep so they said that they are likely to see it on the merits they have irreparable harm and it's in the public interest to maintain the uh, status quo so 
the balance of public the balance of interest falls in the interest of the public to have like the rural enjoying because like I said before, everyone has these things, right? And they say a broad injunction is necessary, which they're saying don't just give it to our plaintiffs because that's not going to help anyone. It's not going to change anything. <laughs> don't give it just to the circuit because that's not going to help anyone or do anything. They are saying that it needs to be nationwide. And and Bob brings up a good point about the 13 states that do not allow SBRs. In that case, you guys either have to take the SBR off and modify it so it can never be attached again, which means destroy your property, which I think violates the takings clause. But that's just something I, I haven't seen that argument, but I'm sure that's going to come up. Eventually, I wish it would just go to court and they would literally just say, look, the Second Amendment says shall not be infringed. No. There's no subparagraphs. There's no nations. There's no footnotes, nothing. It's like, sir, I'm judge, you well, know the law just as much as everybody else. It literally just says shall not be infringed. That right there to me and a lot of the people believe that. You know, That's it. But, I shouldn't have to use know, text and tradition well, and all this other stuff. Well, Ty, come on. You, you well, I know. I know it's be... political, but there's a lot of people who believe no. that. No, it, it's not political. It's common frickin' sense. The, the thing that aggravates me about the Bill of Rights is people's interpretation of the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments, were the rights of the people. What, what, what do I call it? Const... What's that? What do I call the Bill of Rights? Uh, like, don't F with my rights. No, the Bill of Negative Liberties. Yeah, no, that's what I was just going to get to, is the Constitution pretty much tells the federal government what you can't F and do. It's a bill. I mean, specifically, the Bill of Rights is negative liberties towards the Fed. It doesn't tell me what I can do. It tells the Fed what it can't do. And a lot of people it, misunderstand I, that, too, because it's a document from the people to the government, not the government to the people. And a lot and, of people can't, can't distinguish. And the thing that aggravates the piss out of me about this is that, you know, these guys weren't out deer hunting saying, well, in the future there might be conservationists that don't want deer hunting, so... You know, we, we have to make sure that we can still go deer hunting. No, we just kicked the ass on the biggest superpower the planet had ever known with a bunch of guys hiding behind trees. And we wanted to make sure we still could kick their ass in the same way. That's well, why there's a second amendment. Well, the first, uh, well, just think about this, right? The, like, the, like the first battle of the Revolutionary War was, um, the first battle of the Revolutionary War was Lexington and Concord, right? And that time period, I'll agree. What was Lexington and Concord? What were the British going to do? Take away people's guns and, and they were have going, a, uh, uh, anarchy, and the king yeah. is the king, and you will conform. And they said, "Oh hell no!" No, they were sending the they were sending the redcoats to Concord to confiscate the weapons. The gunpowder, right? Yeah, and guess what happened? They got shot in the effing face. See, now... And, th and that's, and that's what the Second Amendment is about. I buy guns and stuff, I don't buy guns... Uh, I, I look at it this way. I buy guns for defense, because if it ever is and goes down, 
I can defend. I don't look at my guns as I'm coming after you. No. Step on my property. See what happens. Yeah, they, they always Get in my car. They, see what happens. They always accuse us of wanting a revolution. Oh, they they're trying to revel they're trying to have a revolution. Hell no. What I want is a restoration of the constitution. I want a restoration of the politicians taking their oath seriously to the Constitution of the United States. You do not pledge an allegiance to a government. You pledge allegiance to the Constitution. When you take that oath, you're taking an oath to defend the Constitution from enemies that are coming in from outside and enemies from inside. Enemies, foreign or domestic. And... That's one of the things that we have to realize. What a gun represents to me, it doesn't represent, you know, it represents the tool to some people. Some people represent it the toy. It represents the Constitution of the United yeah. States and the people that live in it and have yeah. the right to defend their life, their land, and their liberty, their family, and their religion. Yeah, well, here's the thing, right? It doesn't represent a toy. It doesn't represent a tool to me. What it represents is liberty. It's liberty. It is you are not going to pit the shackles of servitude around my anchor ankles ever because I have the means and the ability to fight back against a tyrannical government. I'm not saying that the government's tyrannical right now, but any government, any government, I don't care who's in control, any government can turn tyrannical and we have to realize that you can see that during the covid restrictions all these oh, yeah. governments you know they 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 weren't tyrannical but they came off a damn close look at canada canada during the the trucker protests right they yep. confiscated all bank their accounts. bank accounts they confiscated their bank accounts which is which is insane there are people in canada being put in jail because they're comedians and making a joke Look at Count Dankula over in the UK. He made a joke about his pug doing the most horrific thing, his girlfriend's pug, horrific thing by doing a flute, which I will not do. Uh, and they try to pit him in jail for that. It is insane. We have a constitution that protects us from that. And what protects all those rights? The First Amendment? What protects the Second Amendment? Oh, and that's Second Amendment. What protects the Third, Fourth, all that? The Second yep. Amendment. If you do not, do not recognize my First Amendment, see number two. That's all I got to say. That's right. And what gets me is, is, is you've seen governments, uh, U.S. people in government trying to take away gun rights and stuff. What they also fail to realize and understand and in with common sense is because I have these behind me and you guys have those or similar weapons, there will never be an invasion on the U.S. soil. Behind every because, blade. Yes. There is so many guns and so much ammo and stuff. That's what really kind of threw a, hey, you need to pay attention because if they disarm the U.S. population, well, it'll never happen. Just Anyhow, give me a life or death, or, you know, liberty. But I need to come and take you it. You know, back. yeah, the, it it will never happen. And with China and all this other stuff that's going on, 
you know, and it's straight out, just common sense. If you look at what Biden's doing and the people that surrounded him, they're literally trying to bankrupt people by putting them in court to try to take away their guns. It's a never ending battle and it's a money game and they're trying to do away with different rights. And just like this, um, a digital uh, currency coming out with the government and stuff, they're saying now that if you're on this digital currency, U.S. digital currency, that if you don't use it by a certain time, it's non-void. Yeah, I'm not really up to it. date. Okay, so how can somebody ever become successful in a business or you know do well for their hard work and plan for the future if the money I'm earning has an expiration date on it? I haven't heard that, but uh, oh yes, that's going. That's coming down. They've already did some uh, a couple things over there in Europe, where they were saying this guy had a cell phone out and said that you had received uh, European digital currency. You had thirty days to use it. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that, uh, but yeah, Bob, Bob. Very, well, that good comes point. down to the U.S. currency too now, because if all these other countries are not using the U.S. dollar. And they're trained amongst themselves. You know, Russia and China has bought more gold in the last year and a half than any other country. And they're backing their currency with gold like we did back in the day. Well, well, I want to get back to the guns. I'm not really on the currency because I'm well, not. Well, that's, that's I'm, part I'm not, of it. Because yeah, but I'm, now I'm not. Too... People are asking for the Second Amendment over there because they don't trust their governments. Well, wait here. Look at this, right? Uh, Bob brings up a good point. When when Russia was getting ready to invade Ukraine, what did Ukraine do? They 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 took crates of AKs and just stood there in corners handing them out because they armed their population, and that is one of the things that helped push push Russia back when they went into these places and they thought they were going to be easy. The freaking civilians started firing at them, and they were able to push, like, one of the most powerful militaries in the world back. Now they have a lot of help from us, but they survived the first three days, which was big because they weren't expected to survive the first three days because they armed their population. And they were able to hold off enough of those people to start getting U.S. weapons in. So. Whether you uh, like Ukraine or not, or whether you, whatever your opinion on the whole situation is, you can't deny that arming the population played a huge role in pushing back Russia in the beginning days of the invasion. I, 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 I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I think it's more of a scam because if the R Russian government and the military and all their <laughs> weapons which is normally 50 years behind what we currently have if russia's military was so big and so enormous and so powerful and, and all these if russia really used the full force of their military ukraine wouldn't have stood more than 24 hours regardless if they population not i don't need to I, use more than what 15 battalions no what, what you, i don't i i don't think my opinion on the whole thing is I think that the Russian weapons were way and inadequate. What, like, like even their new weapons. New like, and inadequate. 
Yeah, like uh, what well, they're uh, the, the the felons, right? They're stealth aircraft that turned out not to be freaking stealth, and we were able to. <laughs> no, we weren't, but the Ukrainians were able to shoot Did them they out. Just shoot a rocket into a U.S. military or uh, UN ammo depot the other day or something. Yeah, I don't know. Took out I mean, like two and a half million dollars worth of ammunition. All the I, UN. Uh, what, what, I know what they did. They tried to. They're un. They're. Uh, their uh, unstoppable hypersonic rockets turned out to be pretty damn Badly stoppable. And their state of the no, art. No, no, no. This is hypersonic. It's truly hypersonic. Yeah. Uh, but we, we stopped, well, we, uh, a Patriot battery system stopped a barrage of 32 of them. Yeah. Yeah, it took out like 97% of them or something like that, didn't no, it? No, all of them. I got all of them. Oh, I did get all of them. I thought there was one or two that had gotten through. No, there were there was uh what there was wasn't the actual right, it was debris basically. Okay. Uh also their uh 400 uh their M400 uh anti missile system. They're basically patriot missile system that they said was able to it was like the most advanced in the world they claimed um and was going to be able to stop the HIMARS. Right. Hasn't stopped a well, single HIMAR. I do have some good information for you, real quick. If you can see this one right here, I oh, can't touch it. All right, I just want to make sure it's not conspiracy theorist, so we don't get yeah. knocked off. You see, you see this one oh, right yeah. here. Yeah. This is the HM Defense uh, 15. They are selling these to the Ukrainian government. All of the sheriff's departments yeah. and and state police and everything, SWATs in the U.S. S four hundred are all swapping over to this weapon right here. This is literally the best AR on the planet. It's got the battle bolt. It'll run full auto. It'll never break a bolt in this thing. It comes with an integrally uh, suppressed. The barrel, the gas block, and the can is made all in one piece. You don't have to service it. It's literally, literally the best AR that you can get. The HM15. Go to their website. I'm not paid or promoted or anything like that. Just give me don't don't up. give out the website. Don't go give to, out. Do not give out their website. Okay, but you can go to their site and look up for their dealers. Yeah. That's how you get one. But they're selling to the Ukraine government, and and the people that are using them over there love them. The ones I have, I'm going out to a thousand yards with them, and it's a five-five-six. I use a fifty. You're hitting a five-five-six to a thousand yards. Yes, sir. I got a two and a half foot by two, uh, two foot, two and a half foot square steel that I put out at a thousand yards, and I can sit right there and shoot it all day long. That's like and less getting, than an I'm MLA. Getting I'm getting a group about twelve inches at a thousand yards. No, I haven't had my big drum on there, but my 30-round mags, I've gotten every round on the target. It's an awesome gun, dude, I'm telling you. If you ever get a chance to shoot one, it's just, it's like butter. It's perfect. What optic you got on that? This is uh, the one, am I allowed to say the name of the company? Yeah, you can say the name well, of the company, the you just can't. Fiat, 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 F, okay. F-E-Y, yeah. apologize, I can't, it's, now. Um, they reached out to me and they actually gave me this one right here for review. And when I'm shooting it, you literally can take your eye about an inch and a half either way of the scope, up or down or side to side, 
and you get no black. It's a solid All right. view. The whole. I've never had one like this, and it was only ninety nine dollars. Right. What but, is it? Oh, that's crazy. M O A at a thousand yards is uh, is ten inches. But I right? love it. Do I now? I was thinking M O A at a thousand yards is ten inches. I'm getting twelve. Okay. I'm getting a group of all 30 rounds. I'm getting a 12 inch group, but you'll see like there'll be four here, three of them over in this spot. You'll have a couple outers and then you'll have three or four in the middle. Then, you know, just slip off the side, but a thousand yards. I'm out. It's an old railroad bed that runs right down the middle of this big, huge cornfield. And I'm just sitting there, man. And you can see the wind blowing, you know, adverse conditions and stuff. But I love it, man. And the barrel's fail-proof. The bolt is fail-proof. I love to that. me, the it's far... the best one that was ever made. Now, the... if you want to go over to the 50 cal that Walter makes at Safety Harbor, awesome. You ever get a chance to get one? Nothing like shooting the 50 cal. Yeah. The... So what scope you got on that? I don't remember. I bought that one. It's a... Uh... ACCU Aku shot. Oh, yeah. But this is like the fourth one I've had because I don't want to spend $1,000 for a shock resistant <laughs> scope for 50 cal. So I use it bucks. until it, it doesn't do it anymore. I got like 40 bucks in that one. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that yeah, one, uh, I, I, I've been getting into when we did the, uh, when me and Richard did the um, uh, Creator, Creator Summit. Summit we had it out there. A bunch of people shot the 50. We're getting into the 338 Um I finally got mine fixed, uh, Richard. The screws that hold the cap on top of the barrel, one of the screws was too long, so we had to mill it off a little bit and then put Loctite back down on it. And then we was having the problems with it uh, not firing. You had to recock and do whatever. Come to find out the trigger was set at like a half pound. So I took it up to two and a half pounds, and I've never had a problem with it yeah. since. Yeah, oh, okay. the far the the smallest caliber I've shot at uh, at a thousand yards is three hundred wind mag. I think my farthest I've oh. shot with a AR with like not AR it was a bolt action, but it was a a five five six was at uh, six hundred yards, and I thought that was pretty impressive. Dude, I got the perfect place if you want to come. It's not a problem, dude. Or I could take you up there to Thunder Valley Precision up there, and you can go out to a, was it a mile and a half, Richard, up there? I thought it was a mile. There was two. Well, the the one, you know, because the hills go like this, the one he had over here was like a, a mile, and then if you turned it like 2 o'clock, I think it was a mile and a half or two oh, miles yeah. on that on that back one, but you have to certify with Tom before he'll let you go over to the the furthest one. But there's not too many places anymore on the east of the Mississippi where you can, you know, go out and and really yeah. play. When, when I hit 600 yards with the 5.56, uh, I, I was holding way above the target, and uh, I actually had a Marine Scout sniper with me. Um, mm-hmm. So a thousand yards is really, really in, impressive. Um, what was your dope? Uh, I use Kentucky windage, so I would, the scope I got is just a circle with tips at the uh, noon three, six, and nine, and dot in the middle. I would just, 
I would shoot it until I'd watch the bullet drop, and then I would just kind of find another reference point to aim, try it, and then see where that went, and then I just finally got it. I was probably 17, 7 16ths of an inch off dead center to the right of my normal zero. And once you, once you get it and you, you can finally hit it and then you can repeat it, and then you put that second mag back in, dude, and you know right where it is, you can kind of adjust for it and then get it and get it and get it to where you're there and just go. Because I don't use computers. I don't use the little spreadsheets. I don't use the, the cards with all the calculations and stuff. Look, it's just me. Yeah, I when I, when I and play. When, now, I, when, I, when I, I did my ball shot, we, did, we, we had computers and everything running. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we used everything. Well, well, let's say a lot of guys will say, oh, you can't shoot a 22 out to 500 yards or 600 yards. Yeah, you can. You just got to aim 10 foot to the left and up 30 foot to get it because you're already too far on your scope. But I know guys that can do that kind of yeah. stuff. It's crazy. I, 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 I just like this little PMR 30, dude. I put that bipod on there. I shoot 250, 300 yards all the time with the 22 wind really? mag. I mean, oh, I love this thing. Oh, that's right, because you won the uh, the pistol, CMR the other 30. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bendy Ballistics, where do you shoot at? I know where there's a private range. It's a government range, but uh, it's a privately owned government range. It's only used for government stuff. But I do know the guy that runs it. Um, I haven't talked to him in a while, though. But they do have a mile range, but it's not open to the public, and it's in West Virginia. See, that's what I used to go to the gun ranges, and I really enjoy it. Um, there's a couple of them around me. The the long distance stuff, it's just bad. But if you go up to their pistol ranges and how they've got them set up, it's perfect. But if you go out to another gun range, the pistols, they got a couple tires setting out there up against you know railroad ties. But the rifle range, like Thunder Valley, oh my God! I mean, you could go here, here, here. And then the hills dip, and then he's got another hill cloud on the horizon line. So you can walk your way in through and get out through it. You go up to Rainer Range up there, you're literally sitting on top of a hill, and you're shooting county that you know down in the valley. You're shooting over people's heads, over people's homes to get to their hillside on the other side just to shoot 700 yards. See, I'm not comfortable doing that. I would love to go. Like the one mile shot I did was at Panthera uh, Training Center. It was with a Ritter and Stark uh, firearm, uh, three thirty eight Lapua. And when when they, when the, the Marine Scouts said we had computers and everything out there, uh, and he's like, "All right, look through the scope, find the red car." <laughs> And I was looking through them because there's like an old red car next to the target. And I was like, I can't see no freaking red car. It's like, it's right there. That's where yep. I killed the bird with a. Th I told Rich. Uh, I've, I've, I've told Rich this story. My uh, friend Roger, my friend Mike, and I were sitting there. And uh, my first shot trying to do it, all of a sudden it's like everything turns pink. I'm like, what the, what the hell was that? My friend Roger's like, man, you just shot a bird. <laughs> A bird oh. happened to fly could you, right. Could right you see the red car by your naked eye, or only through the scope? Uh, you can see it. You can see it out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but like the, when I hit the bird, I could definitely see that. <laughs> but like you the bird, was like like a foot in front of the uh, barrel. So <laughs> it's like glasses. It was just like feathers everywhere. 
was nasty. Uh, did we freeze up? Yeah. Yeah. No. We're, oh, okay. We're good. Do, do you wear glasses. glasses, John? Not when I not when I shoot long distances. I do wear glasses, good. but when I I'm shoot a, long, I'm at the point now that iron sights at all because I can't see. I can see out there, but I can't see through the iron sights. I have to wear glasses. Well, well, I do but shoot through iron sights. that wear glasses. Everything. But with the scopes, I I don't. With the, with the with iron sights, I do wear my glasses, but not with my scope. Okay. I, I I had a a night force scope on there too because that makes a huge difference when you're shooting at range. Yes, I tell you, if you go to the um, but bendy uh, ballistics, I'm gonna just say bendy ballistics. If I ever get down to Kentucky, you got to bring me out. I'm gonna try to go oh, out yeah, past a mile. I'm gonna go past the mile. I mean, the, that mile Dude, it's shot. That, that, have you noticed within the last year, year and a half, a lot more people are shooting out further than what they normally would do. There, I mean, there's still a lot of people that shoot, you know, out to 200 yards on a regular basis and make content, but you're starting to see more and more people doing long distance shooting. Okay, uh, I, bending I ballistics is challenging. Yeah, bending ballistics is challenging you. Okay, I I want to I want to caveat my mild shot. I would have never ever been able to make that if I didn't have two different two things. Right, one was a computer. Two was a Marine Scout sniper. <laughs> That was my spotter. I just did what he said, and it and it worked. So it was like no skill on my part. It was me following directions. Right. So other than that, yeah. What what what's what's bending ballistics? Says your guest on today want to come challenge me at a dueling tree at 500 yards. He can have two of his four on my side. What, what what's he mean? Uh, he shoots long distances down in Kentucky. Where at? Uh, I come through Kentucky a lot. Near Fort Campbell. Okay, let's. Uh, no, no, that's uh, down and off of twenty four. Okay, I was just I just came out of uh, Kansas City, and was down in Nashville, and camped out there last night. And got up this morning, and came home. That's why I was able to get here today. I had a doctor's appointment, had to do some things. So, but yeah, I come through Kentucky a lot, dude. So, uh, yeah, call me. Man, yeah, call me. Yeah, so so bending ballistics is renewing your dope and having a coaching couple. Yeah, I mean, that, that's on Instagram, right? That yeah, that yeah. is the Tyven show. No, no, it's HC Tyven. HC Tyven, hit him up with HC Tyven, but but H as in Harold. But I, I, honestly, I think the spotter is. Probably the most important part, more than even the shooter. Because the spotter's going to tell you exactly what to do. Because if if I looked through a freaking scope, a spotting scope, and Rich was shooting, I would I would have no effing idea what to tell him. Uh, yeah, sometimes I I have a tough time doing that, like spotting. It's like uh, I'm not sure on that one. It's like uh, I don't know, go like three, four, five feet over. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, ten I, I, feet. I agree. I disagree because yeah, if you're into precision, long distance, where do you need the, the the computer or the data sheet and all this stuff? Yes, 
and it's good for like the first five or six shots. Once you get on target, hey, dude, go have a cup of coffee. But, you know, yeah, but getting, getting on target. Stuff, and then once you get on target, man. Yeah, but getting on target's good. 90%. <laughs> getting on target's 90% of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ability to get on target, get a shot, that that's a big deal. That's, you know, the, that's and, the big thing. I don't. That, I understand the physics. Have I done it? No. Yeah, you get it. No, you know, like like the wind speed and all that. Man, that's all taken into consideration. Especially when I'll you're shooting out that far. If you're going out and you're shooting distance in an area that you are not familiar with, by all means, 100% have a spotter because it would get you on target and get you on target faster. But if I go down here to the cornfield where I've been shooting for 35 years, I know at 6 o'clock in the morning I've got a 30-mile-an-hour gush wind going this way, and by noon when the sun's over here and it's blowing this way, I don't need a spotting skill. I, I, a lot of my shooting I just do by myself. Yeah, it might take me 10, 15 rounds to get on target, but once you get that gun on target, you put that gun down and go grab another one, you do the same thing. So when you go grab that gun back, you just know you're on, and you just try to repeat what you've done. Yeah, bending ballistics is great. If I go out to Arizona where it's 120 degrees and the mirage is coming up where you can't see, and you're trying to go out, you know, even 700 yards in the desert, you're going to see the mirage coming up. Yes. You need a spotter. In fact, it might it wouldn't be bad to have two or three people help it. Well, Bendy Ballistics is right. Uh, when I was up there, the guy, um, I cannot remember his name. I, I know Bill White is the guy that arranged it. He's a SEAL that runs a PTC. But the guy, the, 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 the former Marine Scout sniper, he was very, very helpful not only with walking me on but like okay breathe do this do that like calm me calm me nerve you know like stop muscle movements he walked me through doing all these breathing exercises and all this other stuff which i think was extremely important now if i was doing that with just a spotter that was a really good spotter i still don't think i would be able to do it i think everything that that guy taught me in that moment and also him his spotting ability and his calculations is the only way i was able to do it that's why i give him like 99 percent of the credit i take very little credit for my shot um and if i was to go out there and do it again without someone of his caliber coaching i wouldn't be able to do it i totally 100 percent agree and but if Plus you were shooting every day or shooting every other day and you did that consecutively, you know, six, eight months, a year, once you got into that routine by the numbers where your breath, your trigger, you know, finger grip, holding position, comfortability, once you get to the point to where it's just second nature, a spotter is good to help you refresh, but if, if you're only doing it like once a month or once every six months, I mean, you got to have somebody help you Yeah, and if, you're I, out, I, if you're out of your element. I, I, I will say that. I knew that. guys that were shooting 50 cows when I was in Korea. 
dude, they go out and shoot a bunch of ammo, and you just say, hey, hit that can over there, or hey, hit that building, or shoot this, shoot that. Dude, they just... Uh, they were well, on it, it, because it, they shot all the time. It, it took me. It took me all the. I mean, I went through a lot of ammo and just tried to hit that damn target. When I hit I it, I was like, "I'm done." Do <laughs> it was like, "That's it. No, <laughs> not trying to get." Did you do the milk jug challenge? Would you do anything like that? Or did you just shoot and steal? No steal. Did you? Was it like all day? Was this like a? Oh yeah, it was all day. Range? Was this an event you were doing? Or no, no, it was a private thing. It was me. The the marine, uh, uh, I tell you, out. man, if you can get a hold of some of them old marines, the sniper guys. Well, this guy was young. Beret guys, you get some. Uh, hey, I know some sixteen year olds, dude, that could shoot a fly at a hundred yards just by bringing it up. Oh, oh, and God, get I it. wish I, w- I wish I knew his if, name. If you can get some of them old guys, man, they can teach you some tricks. If you're always willing to learn, always willing to take advice, and Take people's uh, knowledge and what they do and how long they've done it and and wrap that all into yourself and go out. You can accomplish some serious stuff, man. There's some tricks in old timers, man, that were shooting, you know, flintlock back in the day that could shoot a deer at 300 yards where the other 90% of the population back in the 1800s couldn't hit the broadside of a barn if they were five foot in front of it. Well, I will say that a thousand yards with five, five, six. Uh, I, event, I, I I don't I don't have I don't have much hope for me being able to hit something at a thousand yards with the five five six. Hey, if you want to come out, dude, I got a place you can stay. I'm going out um, tomorrow. I'm taking this one, and then I have one that I had uh, way back when I started getting into the YouTube gun stuff. I was doing a video series called Excalibur where I was searching for the the perfect AR. And I went to probably 17, 18 different gun stores and looking at all different kinds of brands and stuff. When I found this company right here and what they're doing, they're an aerospace company, and they build guns. Their guns are so good that, like, a huge mass majority of law enforcement in the U.S. is switching over to these. All these guns are going right to Ukraine, to the Ukraine soldiers. This is literally the best AR you can get. Shoot uh, all their full auto stuff that they had that's going to the government stuff, zero failure rate. No, I have no experience with that gun. Hey, come on down, John. So so you and Bendy Ballistics are going to have a little competition. Maybe I can meet you guys down in Kentucky. Hey, you can come on up. I'll, I'll up do it. Bendy Ballistics, um, would you be cool if we... Area, if we I'm six if, hours away. Would it be cool if we arrange something and I come and uh, film it? Hey, and then we can do it. like a we could do like a video series. I think that'd be kind of cool, like a like a challenge. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna hey, happen. I tell you not. what, we'll call it the five gun one thousand. You bring five guns. I'll have five. He can have five. We'll take turn. Every everybody's five guns have to be within the same calipers. So you can have whatever gun as long as it's a five five six or a whatever 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 whatever. We can go out, we'll shoot a thousand yards, we record it all, and then once you shoot your five guns at a thousand, I get to take your gun and go out and shoot a thousand yards. And I'll take your guns or his guns. That way everybody gets a chance to shoot everybody's guns and everybody gets a chance to shoot a thousand yards. It's only three people 
if you got a camera guy, well, he can shoot some rounds off because I'm going to hit it every time. So it don't matter to me. But, you know, if you want to do yeah. something, man, we can set something up. I'll yeah, put Rich I mean, on a plane, man. I, I like long-range shooting, but I'm not an expert at it. And, uh, I mean, I can be coached, but, I, 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 yeah. I'll tell you what. I grew up on a farm. This is a bad way to start off. <laughs> I grew up shooting guns. When I was in the military, I used to train people on weapons, um, specialized weapons. Anyhow, the easiest person that I found to teach was the kid that came out of the city that has like next to no experience shooting because you can give them a couple five-minute block of instructions and they're on target. If you get the farmer kid that grew up in the middle of Wyoming or somewhere they've been hunting deer and antelope and you know moose, and you give them a specific like a 338, they've never shot one. It takes a little longer to encourage them, and the advice that you're giving them is more subjective than what it was that their grandpa told them. You know, if you're using Canuck kentucky vintage or you got to aim 30 foot to the left and up four foot well not if you got a good scope and you can dial it in and you get your little cheer card or your computer and you're using the oboros effect and all this other stuff and heat and wind and humidity and what was that scope that we used to use oh atn they had that digital scope it's literally cheating you program it and all you do is that's also trigger. like a thirty thousand dollar scope. No, no, they're only what a grand. Yeah, it was under a grand. Still uh, is. Uh, uh, if I'm, what I'm talking that's about is the is like the fire it's, it's the firing system that you uh, you you hold it and then the the scope does all the work for you. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, that's that's like what I had the point. Wherever point it was yeah, the accu target. You just point it, and it's like <laughs> it will. Calculate everything, and it won't. Yeah, it, it will only fire when you're on target. It'll only it'll do automatic. You just pull the trigger, and wherever that red dot's on, wherever the calculations are in the in the scope, and then it'll fire, and then you hit the target. That's like literally why are you even shooting. Tracking point. point. Tracking point. That's what it is. Thank you, Brandon. What is it? Tracking point. Brandon is a is a mod in my Discord. If you go to discord.io/crump, you can join my Discord. We have a lot of fun in there. Uh, do you know who Dan Peters is? Enlighten me real quick. I don't know. I know a few Dan Peters, but I'm a truck driver, man. I travel all over the United States. I meet people every day. It's really hard for me to keep up. I forget names, but I never forget a face. So enlighten me who Dan Peters is in the comments, man. Refresh my memory. Dan Peters, firearms expert. I need, I need expert. to get down to Florida down there to um, – um, uh, who, who's the guy that owns the gun range down there, Richard? Trey. Trey. Trey's yeah, a good what, guy. What, yeah, what's his Aries gun range? Armory. Aries, that's it. I want to get down there, dude. I really want to go to his range. And he's done a lot of work over the last couple of years. And not only that, that gentleman is very, very knowledgeable, very impressionable, man. Uh, you can learn a lot just by keeping your mouth shut and just keeping your ears open because that guy has got some knowledge, man. 
Oh yeah, I I actually have not been there in years. I got to get back. It, it's Trey's a great guy. Uh, it's a four hour ride for me, but great guy. Hey, things go well. Within the next year and a half, I'll be living in Florida. <laughs> be a neighbor of Hanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think we're gonna might come down in July. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna be doing a little house hunting. Blah blah blah. Uh, so but I know, I know I'm Joe's coming down in October. to England is is down here. He moved. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. I saw a picture yeah. of you and him down the street from the Trump place or something. So he actually yeah. moved. Oh yeah, yeah. I need to give him. It's Scott, right? No, Joe. What was his name? Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe okay. Morse. Um, okay, Morris. Okay. Bending ballistics. Uh, Brad Steer is the guy that uh, like, like did all the work on the Witter and Stark rifle that I, uh, I shot out that far. Let me know if you know him. Tag He's- me over on uh, either Twitter at the Tyven Show, or tag me um, on Instagram at HC Tyven. Uh, tag me like a link to his page or Facebook or whatever. Once I see his face, I can, I I can tell you. Yeah, Brad Steer is also I think uh, he'd have a lot in like long range like guns, you know. Right. Well, I tell you, uh, I did a lot of YouTube back in the day. I haven't done a live stream in probably two years. I did a lot of gaming, oh, and then when I got into the guns and stuff is when I met all you guys and Walter and everybody, and I. With life and some health issues, and as you can see, I'm working on somebody else's truck. Um, I used to quarter mile race a lot, and I've kind of gotten out of that, and I've I've gotten into the guns and stuff. But I kind of saw the writing on the wall, and it was kind of the out of sight, out of mind. So I stopped. I, I still post here and there, but I do a lot of background work for other companies. I'll get specific items or I'll go to their company and take pictures and make videos and stuff with their content, like contract work and stuff. But I'm wanting to get back into the guns and stuff, and I want to get back into the racing. So I mentioned a guy earlier when I was talking with you, Richard. We're trying to work out a deal in Florida, and I don't want to give details, but I guarantee you it will be the most epic automotive content the world has ever seen it i just i can't say anymore but just imagine running over 200 mile an hour for hours and be legal on a street <laughs> if you guys see the thumbnail uh, today there's a picture of my little cadillac ctsv i had no clue that those cars had a, such a cult following but it's literally like driving a Chevy Cavalier with a thousand horsepower and it's real wheel drive. Such a huge following. But anyhow, uh, as far as the gun stuff, man, I've been seeing some things that one Congress lady's trying to post a uh, Second Amendment bill. I don't know if she's going to get anywhere with it. And then I heard a thing the other day, I think Guns and Gadgets reported on it where there's a, a, a lawsuit for the 18 to 21 year olds. And I guess it's supposed to include every person in America between 18 and 21 that they're trying to pass that it's unconstitutional. 
No, that that that, that was uh, that was in Virginia. Um, but doesn't it include everybody? Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. It? it does. It does. But I'm saying, uh, you, could you give me some information about it? Because I didn't catch all the details. Yeah, it basically the judge ruled that it is unconstitutional that the people is considered uh, 18 to 20, and the government cannot produce one historical analog law that would ban people from owning guns. Um, between eighteen, uh, between eighteen and twenty, they did reference laws from like the eighteen fifties, but the gov- but the government said that's not enough, and then they tried to do the whole, oh, you know, it's not the ratification date of the Second Amendment, it's the ratification date of the Fourteenth Amendment, which is eighteen sixty eight. The judge said no, that's not correct because. The ratification date of the 14th Amendment has nothing to do with what the – it didn't change what the Second Amendment says. It just says that the states are bound by the Second Amendment. So therefore, you have to use law from the founding eras when the Constitution was signed. And they couldn't find anything, so the judge said it is unconstitutional. You are trying to subvert everything because the the people – is people over the age of 18 um that is the legal age of becoming an adult therefore that is the age that you can join the militia and that is the age that you can own firearms they said you can have a gun but you can't buy a pistol well you can't you can't go through nicks nicks is you can like in virginia uh, there's actually we have universal background checks, but there's an exception for 20, 18 to twenty year olds okay. that they don't have to go through it because you can't go through Nick's uh, being an eighteen year old and buying a pistol. But in Virginia, you're allowed to own a firearm. Um, so I understand that you can get married at fourteen. Here in Ohio, yeah. you can. Hey, uh, there, down there, man, there, there is. Ohio, I'm saying down in the Carolinas. But up here, if you're 14 and a half and you live on a farm or next to a farm or a farmer needs your help, you can legally go get your driver's license at 14 and a half in the state of Ohio. Yeah. Also, so they're, the military they're... at 18, some of them get in there at 17 and a half, and they go to a foreign country or go to a military base, and they can shoot all the full all the stuff they want. How How is... I just don't understand uh, the, the concept of some of these people and how these laws well, come up with, man. There is another 18 to 20-year-old lawsuit in Texas filed by GOA, and that is over the provisions in the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act that does enhance background checks. Um, I actually know one of the girls that um, that uh, uh, that are on that lawsuit. Uh, she works for JM4 Tactical. Um, uh, and uh, she tried to go buy a gun, and she was delayed because the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act for them to do everything. One of the dangers of the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act is they have to request information from local sheriffs and also, like, a juvenile records, which local sheriffs and the and the courts are not required to get o- give over. But... <laughs> They are required to get a gun. So let's say the local sheriff said this is BS. I'm not giving you anything. Well, guess what? That Nick's uh, that Nick's check is going to fail because they didn't give anything over. Mm, yep. And that's one of the lawsuits. It also violates the equal protection clause and a bunch of other stuff. 
But that, that's right. a pretty sound lawsuit. I think Geoway's going to win. Yep. Hey, uh, bending ballistics, that is in junction with him. Um, I saw your comment. It's collateral. So, on the deal earlier, he knows what I'm talking about. Okay. He referenced an individual in the comments. It's in junction with. But, yeah, Roman Atwood lives literally like 15 minutes up the street from me. Who? So, I've been trying to get a hold of him. He's he's really hard to get a hold of. Who? Roman Atwood. Who's that? Smile, smile more. He's big. He used to be a big prankster. Uh, now oh, he, uh, yeah, yeah. He did that, camp. like, natural-born pranksters movie thing. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if he was in that. Yeah, I think he was. He was with that with Tube and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Yep, yep. So I've been trying to get a hold of him about two years now, and I just don't want to be that guy and, you know, show up on your door, hey, can I have five minutes of your time? Because of his status, what he does, and the problems that he's had in the past, I'm trying to do it through legitimate connections to get a hold of him. I just don't want to show up on his house door and say, hey, dude, you know. But I got a couple of them, so we'll work on them and do some stuff. But anyhow, John, you are more than welcome to come up here and and come out and shoot with me. As you know, Richard, you're always welcome. If you guys ever want to do some stuff, I got a private place. I can go out to 2,000 yards out here at the cornfield with a railroad bed. It's all flat. You know, it's a big, big, like 800-foot hill on the end of it. So we've got good berms. You're not going out any further than that. I can set up whatever distance you want. And whatever, whatever you want to do, man, just give me a couple weeks' notice and we can set something up. Yeah, yeah. That works for me, man. All right, guys, we are out of time. It is time to get the hell out of here because that's what we do. We record and we get the hell out of here as soon as we can. I want to thank Flying Rich, Flying, Flying Rich Firearms on YouTube, Flying Rich on YouTube, Flying Rich underscore Fisher on Instagram, Flying Rich on MySpace, Flying Rich on Twitter, Flying Rich on Telegram, Flying Rich on Kick, Flying Rich on Rumble, Flying Rich on Player, Flying Odyssey. Rich on Player. Odyssey, Flying Rich on uh, uh, College Humor, Flying... <laughs> I don't know. But do you still fly, Rich? No. Uh, well, I I got my biannual flight review. I just got to get a medical. Dude, get your plane you up. We're gonna go fly, dude. We're gonna paint it all Black Swan Media. Yeah, Black Swan Media plane. I actually like that name, Black Swan. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is me. I am the Black Swan because you never know what you're gonna get. Actually, the the story of of the whole Black Swan thing is kind of a little bit mundane. I've I've told a lot of times. But. I'm not gonna I reply. Awesome name, be personal. I, I love it. Well, yeah, it can Okay, this is the whole story of the Black Swan name. How come you don't have a T-shirt? A T-shirt. We did of a flying swan. I do. Wait, here, here. I the reason why it. the reason why it's Black Swan is because my friend was having this big party, right? And he's like, "Oh, you gotta come. You gotta come." I was like, "I can't come. I, I'm going to play with my wife." So somehow they changed play to ballet and said that I, I was the black swan because instead of going to a party with my friends, I go to ballets, which I've never been to a ballet in my life. So, yeah, actually I have been to a You've ballet. You've never dressed up in a pink tutu and danced No, I've been to a ballet. Uh, oh, okay. But, yeah, so uh, they started calling me the black swan because that movie was out at the time, you know, about the ballet mm -hmm. dancers, black swan. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the whole story. And then uh, my when we started the YouTube channel originally, it was Black Swan Media. And it was Black Swan, actually Black Swan Tactical. Um, and my friend Roger named it Black Swan Tactical because he thought it was funny because he was the, he was one of the original founders of Black Swan. Uh, he thought it was funny because it was like, oh, haha, we're Black Swan because you're the Black Swan because you went to a ballet. And that's the whole story. Yeah. It's it's it. I, I just like to say you never know what you're gonna get, but that's so not. I take it you're no longer taking uh, ballet lessons then. I, I've never taken ballet lessons, but I'm going to get out of here. Uh, being necessary, Rich, say goodbye bye. And if for all you uh, audio only listeners, being necessary is what his shirt is. No. Hey, check oh, me out oh. on YouTube, the Tyron Show, AC Tyron on Instagram, and yeah. the Tyron Show on Twitter. I post a lot of treasonous stuff on certain individuals. All right. Well, uh, like Elon Musk said, uh, George Soros is a evil supervillain that hates humanity. And with that, we are out of here. So you guys, you guys. Uh, tomorrow. Who do we got on the show tomorrow? Of uh, course we don't I know. Risky Risky. Oh, Risky Risky. Okay. That's really cool. I got to send you my other contacts and we'll get them on the show. Uh, we're gonna have Ray Cash Cares on soon, and also, uh, also um, F1 Firearms, which should be pretty damn cool. Oh, man, I haven't I haven't heard of F1 Firearms in a long time, man. Dude, they've been making Bullsh- them high end stuff. They they've been busy. Very high end. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, dude, they make all Post Malone's guns. Come on. I literally haven't seen any content from them in a while. I know right. they made a bunch of stuff for Matt down there, but. Yeah, yeah, dude. I got a, I got an F1 uh, AR10. Is it skeletonized? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. I love that. That uh, To me, that is just the coolest looking yeah. thing. Oh, F1 reached out and said, hey, go pick out a couple guns. I was like, what? <laughs> I want one chromoly green, man. That's what I have. Oh, text me a picture. I will. It's a, yeah, yeah, that's what I have. That's exactly what I have. Oh, dude, I love that color, man. So, well, hey, I got to go too, guys. Thanks for having me, John. It's always an honor. I love reading uh, all your writings and, and watching all your content. And, Rich, man, I miss you too, brother. We've got to get back together. And we, guys, we've got to do some shooting. Yep, and we have a letter coming out tomorrow, sure. I think. Sure. All right. 10-4. See, See ya. ya.